Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome to not another episode of C&D After Dark, but an episode of C&D Mid-Afternoon. In quarantine. In quarantine. I wish we kept it with a week so it could be like week 45. Well, it feels like that. It started in the middle of March, so one, two, all of April. That's what, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. It's like has to be like week 16 or something. I don't know. It's too long. Um, anywho, this is our second Seamless and Themeless in quarantine with no frozen yogurt, sadly. But we have to keep the tradition alive to do Seamless and Themeless. And um, I think we should just go right ahead. You know, we don't do Seamless Seconds here because this is the entire episode. We do whatever we what so before this we had a big conversation about um you know how we perceive different um you know ages of our lives according to stuff we liked because there's a lot of tiktoks out there where it's like uh five sauce when i was um in middle school and it's then when i was 15 and it just makes me feel really old for some reason makes me feel ancient uh there was a comment someone was talking about lana del rey and her first album born to die which is you know iconic if you know you know and someone in the comments was like yeah i remember when i was eight years old and my mom played ride on the radio in the car i'm like i'm literally fossilized i'm an ancient ruin at this point because I listened to that when I was like a freshman in high school so I'm like you were eight years old what yeah and then there was another one it was this guy and you know the vibes were there the vibes were there he was like all the songs we listened to from middle school to high school and it's like so off track from when I was in middle school and high school because um the dis what was that song Justin Bieber sang? Oh my gosh, it was so annoying. That one, Despacito. It, he said it came out when he was like in middle school or like he was a freshman in high school. I was like, I think that came out when I was in like a se- I don't know. I may have been a senior in high school I think or I was, I was in, in college, college when that song came out. It was It was in my late teens, but he was in his early teens when it came out. It made me feel so crazy. Why is everybody trashing on millennials right now? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, every... Okay. I don't know. It went from, like, boomer... Okay, boomer to, like, ew, millennials. Why don't you go adult today? Why don't you go take a BuzzFeed quiz? Wow. Trashing on C&D over here. Taking BuzzFeed quizzes every episode. I don't know what I am. Like, I don't think technically, like, based on the years or whatever, I don't think I'm millennial. Mm-hmm. I think, like, technically, I'm in Gen Z, but I'm, like, old Gen Z. I think we're stuck in the middle. There needs to be a middle um, part to this that I think we're in. Because Gen Z, I associate with high schoolers still, even though Gen Z just aren't in high school anymore. I mean, some of them are, just not all of them. But I don't know if I'm part of that generation. There's, like, cultural differences there are. And I don't understand, like, where I am in it. Because yeah. sometimes they say things about millennials, and I'm like, why am I, like, relating to this? And then yeah. also, though, and like, 
the Gen Z kids say things. I'm like, yeah, well, that was a part of my life, too. But, like, it was a part of their life at such a younger age. (laughs) Like, and that's what I don't understand. I know everyone is, like, not the same age as me. I understand. But I feel like age for me is a concept that's difficult to grasp. Like, if that makes any sense. Like, sometimes, like, people that were younger than me... Okay, I don't know how to, like, explain this in a way that makes sense. Like, let's say I was a senior in high school. And then uh, I knew someone who was a sophomore. I feel like I continue to get older, but they stay sophomore. Like, I don't know why. It's like they're frozen in whatever period of time I knew them as. But at the same time, that's all of us. Like, if someone knew you when you were 19 years old... But, like, you don't talk to them anymore. You've separated. They only remember you as 19-year-old version of you. That's true. Because I, I only remember some of my friends when I was, like, 18. Because that's when, like, some of my... Like, that's getting out of high school, kind of moving on and stuff like that. So, that's weird. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, what it'd be... I always think about, like, where are they now? What what kind of people are they now? And mm-hmm. do they wonder the same thing about me? Because I'm, I'm a completely with most of these people. Yeah, and I'm a completely different person than I was when I was in high school. I think, I mean, and as you should be. I don't think anyone should stay like I'm the same forever. Mm-hmm. Like because then you wouldn't be growing at all. But I, I don't know. Cause like I had a conversation with someone a few months ago, and it was not like a pleasant conversation. You're aware of this, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What are you talking about? You still know me?" And I'm like. No, I don't. Like, I literally don't. I don't know you. You don't know me. Time has passed. We're different people now. You knew me then. But then I think back, like, 18 for me was four years ago, which is yeah insane. And it's like four years from now, I'm going to be 26. Wow. Oh, and that's like a whole different part of your life, too. That's going to be a whole different part. Exactly. Ooh, that's... So weird. I think this is, like, the age where things, like, start to move, like, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, your 20s and stuff like that, which I'm really not looking forward to. But, like I said, I said this before. Like, I'm just going to skip over this part of my life. Like, sorry, guys. You know, I know that's not how stuff works around here, but it's going to work for me. I'm just going to turn 40 and just get it over with. I'm not scared of, like, getting older. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, I want to be 22 for like I'm not scared of that it's like more of the responsibilities yeah that come with it and like this need to have everything figured out or whatever because the last like two months or so I've been in kind of this like conflict of I need to be doing something but also sitting here and being like Taylor you're young you have time to figure it out yeah stop stressing yourself out about like x y and z we're all on a different path Things happen for different people at different times. And it'll really have me spiraling every now and then. Mm. Um, Speaking of, you know, we were talking about things we used to love, like when we were this age or this age, um, we were talking about YouTube a little bit. And I was going to bring this up. This is one of my topics. Um, Our queen, I think she's everybody's queen at this point. Whether or not you watched her on YouTube we all appreciate her and her contribution to the YouTube community. Jenna Marbles. She has stepped away from YouTube. She said, I don't know if this is permanent, but I can't do this right now. 
And it's all because cancel culture. Cancel culture, everybody. Now, people on Twitter, I think people on Twitter are, like, confused a little bit. And I'm a little confused because I didn't watch the entire video. But she did cry in it. And I was like, woo. I don't want to see Jenna crying. So, basically what was happening, um, all this stuff was brought about Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star, and, you know, their racist past. And then people... I don't know where people saw this. I never saw this on Twitter or anything. But people started to bring up Jenna's past. And um, I think they were accusing her of blackface when she was doing a Nicki Minaj video. and like. Oh, I remember that video. Yeah. I've seen Jen. I think I've seen like almost all of Jenna's videos because I used to love her back in the day. But she, I mean, you could tell she felt so bad about it. So, and she even, and she, and like, you could tell she felt so bad about it because in her video, she said, I feel so stupid about this and it's so cringy, but I'm going to show y'all what they're accusing me of. So y'all don't, and she showed the video and she, she took responsibility for, um, for it. And you know, it's very obvious that Jenna has grown up throughout the years, but she did say like, this is a time where I don't think I should be on this platform right now. I think I just need to step away. Um, so everybody's like really bummed out. You know, Jenna Marbles, she has been on this platform since like 2010. And she's kind of the, been the glue holding it together, but she felt the need to step away, which I completely respect. If that's what she feels she needs to do, then she needs to do that. I mean, like, good on her, I guess, for taking like holding herself accountable and taking it into her own hands. I don't I think like that kind of that whole conversation is just complicated and difficult and confusing mm-hmm. because that video was from, you know, a, a while back. Yeah. And I think the standards that we have now on like what is okay and what is not okay are different than what they were then and I'm not like saying like it's okay to have done things then but I think a lot of times things weren't necessarily made out of like malicious intent like no, they weren't made to hurt anybody's yeah. feelings because she even said in the video it was never my intentions to hurt anybody because she said by by the end of the video she had noticed that um it like the coloring was off on the makeup um and I, I don't think anybody, like, exp- I mean, it was 2010, so I don't think anybody especially said they were bothered by it. But, like, we're moving into a time now where, like, people are speaking up about it. And, like, it everybody was bringing up on Twitter, like, how can Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star have um, a career and Jenna Marbles can't have one anymore? Like, she stepped away from hers. And I think the problem is, is that Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star chose to keep going. Jenna said, like, I can't do this right now. Like, I have to take accountability for what I did. And also, I don't know the exact reason she left YouTube. I didn't watch that part. But she still felt the need because of all this stuff to leave. I don't know. I think, like, I saw a TikTok from someone. And as always, I'll say, I don't know what their username is because we all know how TikTok works. If you don't follow somebody, you probably don't know their username. Anywho, Mm -hmm. they were talking about, like, their opinions on cancel culture and everything. And they were saying, like, why can we not hold people accountable 
without canceling them, without making them want to kill themselves, without this, without that. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like on the same train in a way with that because people do need to be held accountable for their actions. Like people mm-hmm. do need to understand like when they do certain things, there are consequences and you know, this, that, and the other. But it's like, some people, they get called out for something and they just, like, disappear forever. Like, you no longer know yeah, what's going on or anything. Like, I think of that girl, um, what is her name? Like, Emulu or whatever the heck on TikTok. Oh, and yeah. That was a rough, that was, like, I didn't even know, like, who she really was. But, like, that was everywhere. I saw her, like, on my For You page a bunch, but, like, I didn't follow her or anything. And then I think of, um, I think his name is Tayden. Like, mm. on thing on TikTok, it's, like, Satan C or something like that. If you saw him, you would know who I'm talking about. But he, there were, like, allegations against him for, like, sexual assault and rape, I think, recently. And... He posted, they're like tweets and stuff of him talking about it and everything. And a lot of people were kind of like not holding him to the same standard, I guess, as like other people have been mm-hmm. held to. If you can hear my um, front door locking, that's what that beep is. Um, <laughs> and because I saw a TikTok from someone else and he was like, you know, I was assaulted as a child and it really like pains me that people are brushing off the actions of this person because he said he's sorry and all of this and people were saying that you know do you really think he would have apologized if he hadn't been caught and like x y and z and i just that's how most people are they won't that's how most people are if they never get caught for something whether or not they feel bad they're not going to ever say anything because some people just can live with that guilt that being said like I know right now, especially, like, given the time we're in, a lot of people are coming forward and talking about their past and, like, mostly their past on social media, not so much, like, real-life events. Um, I'm like, is that everyone's obligation now to, like, go back and be like, in the sixth grade, this happened? Because, I mean... I don't, I, like, don't want to come across, like, the wrong way. Like, I feel like I'm trying to, like, be careful with, like, the way I speak. I think the problem is, is that there is a lot going on. And I think, and I'm not going to say too much is going on, because that's not the issue. There is a lot going on. And sometimes more issues get um, pushed to the side. And that's a problem, like, because I've been on Twitter. And I've seen all these notes app pictures these girls talking about being assaulted by multiple celebrities and i mean i can name just a few like they said justin bieber ansel elgore michael clifford they i mean those are just a few of them mm-hmm. but that was like two weeks ago i feel like nobody's a, nobody's talked about it since it was like a thing for two days and then and then that's it and then the celebrities just say that didn't happen I think we're also really desensitized to it, too. Because, like, when the Me Too movement kicked off, like, we we all, I, I will say we all in this nation, we're, like, I don't want to say bombarded, because that's not the right word, flooded 
with like information about oh this person has been accused of sexual assault this person has been accused of this this Mm -hmm. this 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 so like now when we see it it is a big deal and i'm not trying to say it's no i'm not trying to diminish it at all but it's like when you see something again and again you become less like alarmed by it it's the same thing with like school shootings and like this like you just get used to seeing it it's almost as if we think in our heads it was bound to happen like the allegations to come forward like when you think about like this celebrity i was like oh like that makes sense which is totally wrong but that's Mm -hmm. how we've become at this point where it's like is there any good person out there it makes me scared to say that i like people you know what i'm saying like because yeah because i saw this tiktok and it was this girl who said people I used to stand before I found out they were problematic and it was like Onision, Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star, a bunch of other YouTubers like Gabby Hanna and then some like singers I couldn't recognize and one of them was Brendan Urie and I was like Brendan Urie what has he done and so I was like searching the comments nobody was talking about this as if it was normal I was like I didn't know this and I don't like stand him or anything but I like paying a disco to a certain extent mm-hmm. and then somebody said like what happened to Brendan and they said he fetish I can't say that word for fetishized thank you I can't say that word um, lesbians and bisexuality and I was like I didn't know that like I didn't I, I didn't know this like it makes me feel like do should I like Brendan should I listen to Panga Disco I I don't understand like it's like too many like too many people are just like I don't know because I don't want to come across as insensitive but I don't know who who to like or not like anymore like I guess my biggest fear is to come because I I talk about the things that I like Katie and I's slogan lately is, I know you don't care, but (laughs) every day there's text messages of like, I know you don't care about this, but I need to talk about it and no one else is going to listen. But I like the the other day I was like, you know, the 1975, I have loved them for years, like years and years. And then I came across the TikTok of some girl, she had this list on her phone of like men who deserve rights, men who are on probation and men who don't. And men who are on probation, we had Sean Mendez, which, like, you know, I don't care. But, like, her list of men who deserve rights was getting edited because Timothy Chalamet went from men who deserve rights to men who are on probation. Yeah. I don't understand that whole issue with him because I don't really, like, follow his life. I don't know what's going on. Something about he's yeah. dating some girl. He's dating this girl who's supposedly a racist. I don't know anything about her. She's an actress, I think. Actress, singer, whatever. I don't know anything about her. There are pictures of them having sex in a pool. It's um, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> but that's all I know about that. So, who knows? But someone in the comments was like, why is Maddie Healy on Men Who Deserve Rights? If you don't know, Maddie Healy is the lead singer of the 1975. Um, and I'm like... I'm like, what's the issue? Like, what's wrong? And everyone's like, he's, like, Islamophobic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... Because some people... Here's the deal. Some people, I love them in the context of their art, but I don't follow every aspect of their life. It... Okay. It, the, speaking of all that, it comes to a point where it's like, 
are people specifically looking for issues with these people? Exactly. Like, they're going back for tweets for forever. Because if you don't know this stuff as a, a casual fan, like, how is anybody else supposed to know this stuff? And then some random person brings up all this stuff, and then everybody else keeps looking at it, and they're like, oh... Like, that must be a thing. Because immediately when people think, like, oh, they've done this stuff, they think, oh, like, nobody would accuse them of doing such a thing, so it must be true. Exactly. And, I like, I do think it's important to do your own research to form your opinion. But mm-hmm. when are we going to stop digging into people's pasts, like, all the way back to the beginning? Because, you know, I do think that people can like you know grow learn change form their own opinions and stuff because when you're younger and this is not me making an excuse for people's actions like that's not what I'm doing when you're younger your mindset and like your frame of beliefs is pretty narrow because you really only know what has been told to you whether that's like in your home or your community Mm -hmm. or at school or whatever and then you get older and you have the opportunity to like learn more broaden your horizons form new opinions etc etc because I think back to like the way I thought about things in like middle school and high school compared to the way I thought about things during college drastically different yeah Um, because you grow up and you educate yourself on things and you're surrounded by people from different walks of life Whereas, like, growing up in my town, which is pretty small, it's pretty tiny, um, I'm around the, I was around the same people for years and years and years and years. So the same ideas for years and years and years and years. And then you get to a bigger institution or the quote-unquote real world if you don't go to college and you're around other people with different ideas. You can change. You can evolve. But I'm like, do we need to go all the way back to a tweet someone put out like when they were 11 like you know what I'm saying like yeah not that I think children should have social media like form like those formative years of age because I think it's easy to be stupid oh I don't know it's like I think this whole thing's just like complicated because at this point it feels like everybody's done something wrong I mean nobody's perfect But, like, should we cancel everybody for doing something so wrong? Like, there's people... Okay. There's a difference between people like Harvey Weinstein and, you know, Jenna Marbles, who did something minorly... Well, not minor, But, like, she made a mistake when she was in her early, you know, career on YouTube. There's a difference between the two of them, you know... There really is. Harvey Weinstein did not learn from his mistakes, and Jenna Marbles did. I think it's just hard to, like, to be that gatekeeper of, like, what's right and what's wrong? Because who has the power to say that? You know what I'm saying? That's true. Especially people who accept the apology or whatever from one person. They don't fall within the, the affected group. Mm. you know what I'm saying like you can't accept the quality that's not directed to you specifically oh I think this world is just so ugly you know 
But I just want to know, like, why are all these men on the, like, probation list? Like, that's what I want to know. What were the other people? Do you remember? Oh, God. Uh, Let's see. I know on the men who deserve rights list, it was Harry, which if anything ever comes out about him, I'm going to die. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did put him on probation because remember that old thing I was telling you about where... People were accusing him of not caring about Black Lives Matter a few years ago because he didn't hold up a flag or didn't know the flag. It was so stupid. I literally did research on that for like an hour because I couldn't figure it out. Me too, because I was like, I don't understand. And you know, I'm not gonna get into that because it's a whole different conversation. But I don't like. Sometimes I think people, and this is not me to like trying to be like stand toward like he can do nothing wrong. Uh. But at the same time, I'm kind of like I feel like sometimes people are reaching. Yeah. And people want every celebrity to speak on every single platform ever. I, I think what it is is that when people saw him protesting, they some people you know how Stan Twitter is, they see him as a perfect human being, which I will say is pretty annoying. Like I it get is. too many I hear too much stuff about Harry Styles being perfect to the point where it makes me want to hate him. But like I I can't hate him because like I don't know, like, he has good music, and he's a good person, so I can't. But it's, like, people see him protest, and they're like, do you remember, like, three years ago when you didn't look at my flag at a concert? Harry, come on. You're not a perfect person. You're not a good person. It's like, guys, come on. He's not a perfect person to begin with. But, like, he wouldn't deliberately, you know stomp on a black lives matter flag for the sake of it that being said like i need to very like very much emphasize celebrities we don't know them we (laughs) We know what they show to us and that's about it and like i don't i like i could never be famous I, i just couldn't do it like i honestly the idea of that makes me feel physically ill (sighs) I don't know. Like, the standard that you're held to, and, like, just know. Um, anyways, so I wanted to talk about, uh, this is, uh, moving on into the, um, I know you don't care, but, uh, so I've been talking to you about this game, The Last of Us Part 2, if, I, I feel like a lot of people know about this, it's so far the, um, it's sold the most copies of any PlayStation game, 4 million copies in like the first week or something, which, you know, congrats to that, you know, seven years of hard work kind of paid off, um, but not to me. I've waited seven years. I have talked about this game left and right, and to finish it, I felt underwhelmed, but also very overwhelmed by what was going on. Um, so the first game, I feel like it's my favorite game of all time it, because of the story. It is just like, it's a really good, you know, human story. Like, it's about human beings, you know, being imperfect. And the ending is a conflicted ending about a person kind of being like the anti-hero of the story. And then I play this game and I'm expecting a good story. And instead I get choppy time jumps flashbacks strange things going on and this is my review of the game 
And I also want to talk about uh, people on Twitter talking about this game. And I just want to say, please form your own opinions. Please, for the love of everything, do not pay attention to any other people until you have formed your own opinion. Because I feel like people can be, I'm just going to say, people can be stupid sometimes when it comes to this kind of stuff. And, you know, I'll call you out. And anybody who wants to call themselves a gamer, I have no respect for you. (laughs) If you call yourself a gamer, it's just like you're throwing yourself in the trash. Because that whole thing is, ew, it's just so gross. I'm sorry. You can like video games, but never call yourself a gamer. Never. Don't do that to yourself. Um, Set some high standards. Katie said labels are for the weak. Uh, They are. (laughs) Um, but, you know, I had a problem with, like, how some people reacted to this game, but also, I'm not going to get into the whole story thing, because Taylor doesn't know that much about it. I don't want to, like, rant on about it forever. I know that it's, like, dystopian, and there's a dad and a daughter. Yeah, but I would have to explain, like, how the first game went if I wanted to explain the second game, so I don't want to, like, go too much into that, but I wanted to talk about how people reacted to what was supposed to be the antagonist of the story but turned out to kind of be like I don't know she's still kind of the antagonist but yeah I mean the whole thing was we see the game from one person's perspective she is the antagonist she kills the main character from the last game but then we get her backstory and it's like oh he killed her dad and also doomed the entire world of finding a cure so he's kind of the bad guy in this whole scenario too and so she is kind of like i think the whole point is that nobody is perfect in this world and that people make very bad mistakes some people have good qualities and that's the whole thing but in so in the game She's designed to be, like, this a very muscular, buff woman. And the pe- I hate how people are reacting to her character design. It is so disgusting. Um, people And they've been saying this ever since the design has been released, since, like, 2016. They say, this is not what a woman is supposed to look like. She looks like a man with a woman's head attached to it. And there's people who like commentate on her body say they always say like oh she's taking steroids and stuff like that like guys like y'all are so stupid I just and people are calling her trans too like there's and it's I think that's a problem where you think like the only reason a girl's buff is because she's trans I think that's (laughs) an immense issue when are we gonna like stop using LGBT as an insult. Like, when is that gonna, like, end? Like, I think there's a problem with you if that's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think that. And I had no problem with it because guess what? I believe women can be buff. I believe anybody can have any type of body type. And, you know, she seemed, in the game, she seemed like a very healthy woman because she was very buff. And people were just so gross about it. And then there is actually a transgender person in the game. It's a little uh, boy who was born a girl in this kind of like cult society. And people were being nasty about that too. 
And then the main character in the game is a lesbian. And people were being nasty about that too. I'm like, dang guys, this is all over the game. This is the reason why you're hating the game. And there's other reasons too, but like, dang. Y'all need to shut up about this. <laughs> Are these really the issues you want to argue about? I feel like those kinds of things in like gaming have been around for so long. Because I just remember seeing some movie in like the early 2000s where they were complaining about, or not complaining, is that the right word? We don't know. About, like, the way women are represented in video games. Because, you know, way back when, it used to be, like, really, like, busty girls with, like, sexy outfits. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, we're not going to do that. But then people are like, oh, like, it's boys. I'm telling you, it's boys. It's it's boys. And I think it's because... For a long time, the only female character, like main female character we got was Lara Croft. And she, we all know what Lara Croft looked like back in the days. She had those pointy boobs and, you know, she looked like an hourglass. Like Lara was doing the best she could with what she, she had. She could, but she was a queen while doing it. She had those two guns. And she was like, I'm going to kill this dinosaur. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then when... Her new, and then, like, in 2013, she had, like, a new uh, video game series come out. And then she started getting more buff in her games because it made more sense because she's a climbing queen and she's got to get those muscles. And people were, you know, upset about that. Like, this is why nobody should call themselves a gamer because you associate yourselves with, like, these boys who are so stupid and just don't have an open mind about anything. It's because they have a very specific idea of, like, what a woman should look like. And first of all, like, no matter, like, what gender you identify with, everyone's body is different. Everyone looks Mm -hmm. different. But some, like, things just would make sense. Like, if Laura are climbing high-intensity interval training queen was, like, twiggish... It wouldn't make sense for the activity that she does. Yeah. And I have been watching, like, people play The Last of Us 2 just to see how they're feeling about it. Because it it is... I am very conflicted on the game. And I feel like a lot of people are, too. I'm just like, what are other people feeling about this? So I watched um, three people play it. I watched Jacksepticeye. He's, like, I feel like the most, you know... He's positive about the game he doesn't comment on anybody's body or he doesn't care about that stuff he does say like he he critiques the game on like story level and stuff like that um i watched um they're a channel on youtube cosmonaut variety hour on twitch they have like a gameplay of it and then there's pewdiepie which i feel like is the most controversial of all he claims throughout the entire time playing this character abby the buff chick he calls her Um, that, you know, he claims that, I don't care that she's buff. She, you know, it's fine. And then he goes and, like, jokes about her taking steroids. And then in the game, you have to pick up pills to get, like, new upgrades and stuff. And he's like, oh, God, get those pills for Abby. And then, I do think it's funny, though, that, like, her nickname is Abs. And she clearly has a lot of abs. I do think that's funny. my queen is shredded. She is shredded. I do that thing that's funny, but he's constantly comment commenting on her body. I was like, "Wow," because he hates the character like most people do, 
It's like, oh, but you're attacking how she looks. And even though it's not a real person, you're basically attacking women who look like that. Because she is based off of, a, like, an actual person and how they look. So, And it's like everybody looks different. Everyone's body is different. <gasps> it's like they see a muscular woman and they get threatened. They're threatened by it. This isn't build a bee. It's just not. Like. <laughs> oh, hold on. My mom was trying to call me. I'll call her back later. She had opinions too. She said she, she did. didn't like that commentary. Yeah. Um, okay. That's all I have to say about that. Because, you know, if I wanted to talk, I could talk about this forever. I think, like, everyone, like you said, needs to form their own opinion. Let me text her back. Hold on. I think my whole body is getting rotated. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> me to ask if I'm waiting from Starbucks. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she said I'm courteous. I am mom of the year. Hmm. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm done talking about that because, you know, I could talk about that forever. Should I, I wish my, I, I don't, I know you don't care. Yeah, about you it. should. You don't, you totally should. I took up like 20 minutes or something like that. <laughs> so fine. you talk about whatever you want. Um, my I Know You Don't Care But segment, we talked about a little bit the other day as well, the 1975's new album. Let's leave Maddie Healy and his controversy out of it for a second, because I haven't done my research on it. Please don't come for me. I, I will get myself educated and caught up to speed soon. Anywho, they released a new album a few weeks ago. I just pulled that earbud out, and I swear, like, my hearing, the ability just went <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> um, called Notes on a Conditional Form. And it's their fourth album, um, if you don't count the Music for Cars EP. Anywho, everyone is kind of, well, not everyone, but at least the people that I know who regularly listen to their stuff are saying that it's not everything they wanted and more. It's no heart emoji. Uh, because, mm. I, okay, I haven't listened to the full album yet. I've listened to... All of the stuff they put out early, like, all of the singles and stuff, and I've listened to, like, one or two other tracks, but it's so long. There's 22 tracks. That's <laughs> a lot. And I'm just, I'm kind of scared. I'm going to suge- subject myself to it eventually and sit down and listen to it. But, like, the main criticism I have heard anyway is that, one, they just, like, hyped the heck out of it, which, like, everybody does when they put something new out. They have to, you know get people excited um and also I think this is the album they've put out the fastest because their first album came out in 2013 and the Mm -hmm. second one didn't come out until 2016 so like you got a good few years in between there and then their third album came out at the very end of 2018 like December so basically 2019 Oh, and then they just came out with this one in June. Yeah, like that's a fast turnaround Ooh. for an yeah, album. Yeah, that is. I the only two people I can think that have done that so fast. I don't know why it's like a trend these days to like come out with albums like a year apart or less. Ariana Grande did that with Sweetener and Thank You Next, but I think she did that pretty well because like she was received pretty um, um, well. And then Post Malone did that, and I was like, oh, dude, no wonder everybody thinks you're having problems because you're working yourself too much. Well, I remember back in the day, people would put albums out really fast, like, 
even though I wasn't a 1D girl, they would put one out every year. Like, oh, like yeah. boom, 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 boom. But, like, that's the boy band thing. They, that's those a things different come out kind factories. of music. Yeah. Exactly. It's not, like, the same type or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, 22 tracks, that's a lot because I'm more of a keep it between, like, 12 and 15 tracks. I feel like 15 is the cutoff. Because when you get past that, it just it gets to be too yeah. much. And this album, I think the problem I'm having anyway is that this album doesn't have a specific feel to it. Like, the other ones have, like, very distinct, like, vibes. Mm-hmm. I hate that word, but that's the only one I can use to describe what I'm talking about. But, like, the self-titled album, which is what I told you is the Tumblr album. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how everyone's like, they're so Tumblr. And that's the album where you can't really understand what he's saying, like, ever. <laughs> When people are like, yeah, what's that 1975 song that goes, like, that's that mm-hmm. album. Um, and that album is special to me in the way that, like, Five Sauce's first album, I feel like, would be special to you. Like, do you know it's what I'm just, saying? It's, like, not good, but it's so nostalgic. Exactly. You know? Like, don't get me wrong, there are some bangers on that first album. Yeah, there's bangers, but they're, like... It's not I mean, their best work. Yeah. And then the second album is very, like, like kind of 80s synth pop inspired, sort of. And that's what got me into, like, synth was that album. Mm. Because that's when they started incorporating, like, color. Because the first album is all black and white. And then the second one is, like, pink and, like, oh, neon. And it's, uh, I like it when you sleep, you're so beautiful, yet so unaware of it. I can never remember the name of that album. I know when that came out, everybody and their mother was, like, going crazy about it. And I was like, what is with the long album title? It's like when Panic and Disco used to do, like, long song titles. I never understood it. I, you know, I always just say I like it when you sleep because that's easier to remember. And that's probably, I would say, my favorite album. Like, almost every song on there is, like perfect third album we're getting a little like further away from specific feels because the Mm -hmm. third one has like a mixture of like you know political relevance with i like america and america likes me and um love it if we made it ah but like it's it's more minimal i guess is how i would describe Mm -hmm. it like even just based on the album art it's like a lot more I don't want to say stripped down, but, like, that's the only way I can, like, think to, like, in comparison to their other stuff, it's more, like, stripped down. But this new album, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's already, like, my least favorite, because the second and third album are almost even for me. Like, I like them pretty equally. The first album will always have a special place in my heart, and they're, like, those are, that's the songs for the locals. Like, I'm not trying to hate on anybody, but, like, that's the songs for the people that are like, I love the 1975 Chocolate's my favorite song. And I'm like, if you say that, I'm like, baby, <laughs> no. Ooh, I've never been into 1975. I don't, I don't know. I think I tried to give it a chance, like, back in high school, but it just wasn't my thing. Um, But, like, I, there's nothing more disappointing than something coming out that you've been waiting for. And they've been hyping it up, only for it to be underwhelming, a disappointment. And I think we're both feeling that right now, kind of. 
And I'm wondering, like, are we building it up too much for ourselves and, like, setting our expectations too high? I mean, I think we kind of are, but also, like, these people are hyping up too, which they have to if they want to sell it. They can't just go out and say, yeah, it's okay, you know, please go buy it. Um, So there's that. I mean, it's like when Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift has hyped up every album she comes out with, and she does it well. She's got that good marketing team out there. Um, I mean, remember when Look What You Made Me Do came out? It was, like, iconic. She had the best comeback, and she only was gone for, like, three years. Um, and then Lover came out, and we were all kind of excited about it, and I was just kind of like, ooh, this, you know, the whole pastel, colorful thing, not my thing, but, you know, we'll go with it. Did you hear? I don't know if this is true. Obviously, I don't know anything. This is just what I heard. People are saying that Lover is about Taylor and her relationship with Carly Claus. I heard that. That was, I don't know. I mean, sure, but I'm pretty sure it's still, it's about her boyfriend that she's been with for, like, forever. Uh, I just think, like, those kind of theories are so, like, I entertain them. I think they're funny. It's like how everybody thinks that Kendall Jenner is at least bisexual. And, like, I wouldn't doubt it, but, you know, it's funny to just see people just keep trying to find things that uh, claim she's into girls. I'm, like, fascinated by songs and who they're about, like, the backstory of them. I think it's so interesting. Like, I remember back when the Jonas Brothers first made their comeback, like, what, a year ago now or something like that? Gosh. And their album... (laughs) <laughs> sorry I didn't listen to it I only heard the stuff that came on the radio but I I was like oh my god like the Jonas brother and then like I started listening to like their old stuff like you know SOS burning up whatever having my little moment and I came across someone's blog and they were talking about like their old music and like who these songs were about and I don't know why and I don't think this is illogical thinking I always thought like their old stuff was just kind of like boy band music like it's not necessarily about anyone it's just like commercial music but they were like no this song is about Miley and then they would talk about Miley Cyrus's old songs and they'd be like yeah this song is about this like I always knew seven things was about Nick Jonas I think that's the problem with like being in a boy band and stuff it's like okay you're listening to a song but there's four other people like singing it or three other people like who like does this pertain to one person I think that's the whole problem because with like five sauce there is this song on there and I think it is specifically like about this what it's like Luke Hemmings and his girlfriend wrote it so like it's about them lover of mine which is probably my favorite song off the album it is so good and that's the only reason I can think it's, like, about her, because she wrote it with him. But, like, other stuff, I'm like, I wouldn't know. Also, I don't know anything about, like, their girlfriends and stuff like that. I'm exactly. not into that whole, I'm not into that whole culture anymore. But, you know, when I was in middle school, girl, when I was a Texas stan, and I would buy the, this is when, kids, you buy the physical copy of the CD. And Haven't you done take that out, in years. You take out the little uh, slip thing and you read the lyrics. Now, the Swift, lyric booklet. Taylor Swift was clever. She highlighted some letters, capitalized them, and they make little messages out of each song and kind of give a hint about who it was about. The only reason we know, well, there's a lot of reasons why we know all too well is about Jake Gyllenhaal. 
But it also talks about this coffee shop that they, a paparazzi picture of them. It's like, you know, talk about scarf. She's wearing a scarf in one picture. Talking about his sister. He has a sister in the business. I mean, we were detectives back in the day. If you were a Taylor Swift stand back in the day, you are, you know how to stalk people on the internet. You could be a detective. Dear John, it's about John Mayer. Wow. <laughs> uh, Back to December is about Taylor Lautner. Some people used to say that Dear John isn't about John Mayer. I was like, Who okay. else would it be about? Come on. John. I don't know. Don't... The famous novelist. <laughs> oh, and then let's like the newer. I know Reputation. I mean, that was in the Tom Hiddleston and Calvin Harris um, era. I think Joe Alwyn, I think that's his name. He's He was kind of in there, too. Reputation was just all over the place. There was some about Kanye West in there and Kim Kardashian. I mean... She talked about Kanye and Speak Now, I think, as too. Shoot, what was that song? I can't remember it, but she sang it like the VMAs or something. And she was like, I forgive you, Kanye. That was the last album from hers <laughs> that I listened to start to finish. Let's speak now. I think we all have that album of an artist that's not the best, but it's definitely nostalgic. And I feel like Speak Now is definitely that. I used to think it's it was the best, but then I kind of came to realization that I think it's just nostalgic for me. Um, even though Fearless was like, like even the her first album was like the first one I ever listened to, and I was like six years old when that came out. I don't remember, like, I vaguely remember her first album. I remember Fearless and Speak Now pretty well, because that was, like, my middle school days when that came out. And then 1989, I didn't listen to that. I mean, that was a cultural reset. She she said, I'm going to be pop now. And that girl did some pop. But I always feel like, strangely enough, you know, I'm not a big Taylor Swift stan anymore. I think she's speaking out on great issues and you know her music it may not be my favorite anymore but I would always be hyped I like if she came out with an album tomorrow I'd be like okay I'll give it a listen but I always feel like I have this like close connection to her music just because I have been listening to her since I was six years old she grew up in a city near me her high school Spanish teacher was my Spanish teacher I mean Taylor Girl, we could be best friends. I don't think I feel that close to anyone. <laughs> I don't know. And then Lover came out and I was like, yeah, okay. We're, we I get just, it, your love. I love to just hear people's, like, analysis of lyrics and, like, who this song is about and what this lyric actually means. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's way off. Like, sometimes people say things and I'm like, I don't believe that. But other times I'm like, oh, well, I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense. Like, I I could see how that would make sense. I just wish, like, I'm not like that anymore. I used to be like that, and I kind of wish I was back to those days, but. I think I just have curiosity. Like, it, like, I don't need to know who it's about, because at the end of the day, like, I'm listening to the song, and I'm connecting it to my own personal experiences, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just to hear like, the thought process of putting a song together, I think it's just, like, interesting. Especially when the artist themselves talks about it. 
when they're like, I wrote this when this was going on. And I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> some cool. songs, like, I don't know, sometimes, like, they can seem like they're happy, but then you hear their, like, explanation of it, and you're like, oh, it's like, this well, was thanks. a depression tune. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like um, I don't like music as much anymore. I mean, I always listen to music, but I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a stupid, you know, top 40 type of guy. I'm not even top 40 though. I'll listen to whatever I hear on TikTok, think it's a tune and then add it to my playlist. I'm like, okay, we'll just switch these out every once in a while. I'm not like, I don't go out and listen to albums anymore as much. And you know, I'm going to just accept the fact that that's okay. I think it's totally fine. I think I wasn't into music a few years ago. Like, I would listen to it, but I didn't care. Like, I don't want to say I didn't care about it, but those kids would be like, music saved my life. And I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I saw this TikTok, and I'm so sorry if I offend anybody, but like, this, I just hate this stuff. So this girl was like the best day of my life when I met Luke Hemmings. He saved my life. <laughs> and I feel bad because some of these girls are like legit, like just like they're I don't know. It's like ooh. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not, but like cause you know, sometimes artists and like specific pieces of media can get you through a tough time. Like I'm not trying to talk smack. But people who, like, the the best day of my life, like. Um, it just makes me think, what does this put in these people's heads, like, the celebrities' heads, where it's like, am I responsible for them now? Exactly. Like, that's a lot of pressure. And I understand they mean it in a good way, but, like, that's a lot of pressure to put on someone. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like, in, in the 21 Pilots days. You know, I went through that phase. Um, they were like, 21 Pilots saved my life. I was like, don't they always talk about killing themselves in their songs? <laughs> like, okay. Me after 1975. I don't they know. They have a song called I Always Want to Die Sometimes. Like, I I surprise myself whenever I, I went to, uh, it was like earlier this month or something. I went back and listened to 21 Pilots. And I was like, how did I ever listen to this stuff? I guess I was just an angsty teen or something like that and just needed this. I, and this was during my, ooh, they're shooting off those fireworks today. Um, This was during my um, time of, I don't really care about music, i.e. basically all of high school, all of middle school, all of elementary school. Anywho, um, I had friends who listened to 21 Pilots a lot and I, like, I wasn't into them on my own. Like, I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to their stuff if I wasn't with them. But that was my exposure to it. So, like, I knew the tunes because I was around people that listened to it. Oh, my God. I was going to sing a lyric, but I don't remember it. I also used to listen to Melanie Martinez. Me too. Um, And then you grow up and realize she just is just goo goo gaga, F word sex baby i'm gonna lie there the alphabet go. boy do be hitting it dollhouse dollhouse do be hitting 
and then now everybody's reincarnated Mel- Melanie Martinez um, for that Timothy Chalamet edit on TikTok. Well, it's kind of like her. She got canceled a few years ago, and then like she now did. she's back with. I think her album's called K through Twelve. I haven't listened to it. I don't know. I don't know how that girl has gone through like the same theme for years. Like she's still into that whole baby thing. She was canceled, but then people were like, no, none of that happened. Like, they were like, all of those allegations against her were false. And I'm like, see, that's why cancel culture is toxic. But I do appreciate artists who have an aesthetic and they keep it sometimes. I do want to see evolution, though. I don't want to see, like, the same thing again and again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when the neighborhood was all black and white. (laughs) The neighborhood. I don't know why that made me laugh. Just thinking about that time in my life. The neighborhood. It was, that was a time. And then, um, Five Saw, Five Saws, I feel like has grown to the point where I can grow with them. If they were still doing the stuff they were doing when I was 14, I don't think I would still listen to them. Um, who else in 2014 2015 era of I can name people who didn't grow. Who? I don't know who if that'd it? be mean, but what <laughs> treat people with kindness. Like no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm not kidding. Treat people with kindness, but just be better than me. Anywho. Oh please, we've already talked about those girls. You say oh. you saved my life. Oh my god. Okay. Probably Arctic Monkeys, right? So AM was a good album. AM was wonderful that was the tumblr album and the one before that had 505 that was a good album too but after that they like tried to put something new out and i remember everyone was like this ain't it Mm. i mean it's like the same thing with melanie martinez she came out with like a movie she directed along with her album and nobody listened to it nobody watched it apparently the movie is pretty bad and i think maybe because the whole baby thing just like I think because these people grew up. I mean, that album came out years ago. And then these people grew up and it's like, I don't know if this is like my thing anymore. Because it's like, I think certain kinds of music are isolated to a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. Like they would work at this point in time, but they would not work now. Because like, yeah. when I think of Melanie, I think of Marina and the Diamonds. That's and true. I, think I haven't of, heard them. I haven't heard of them in years. Girl, me neither. After Electra Heart, I don't know. And then I think of like Halsey's like first album. I didn't listen to it, but like that's what I associate with that. I mean, I'll give it to Halsey. I've talked smack about her for years. She grew. I mean, she did grow up kind of. I mean, she she still refuses to call herself pop. My girl. You're on every, you're on Wilson 5, 24-7. You are pop. When you've made it to 107.5, <laughs> you've made it big. But I also think if Justin Bieber didn't grow with his audience either. That's true. He, he still... did in terms of like, I'm going to talk about sex. Because my audience is older now. But it just, ooh, Like the last good album he had was... Journals journals was it? i would say journals i would say journals what came out after that was that believe was no i think believe was purpose. before that oh, oh it was yeah, purpose. purpose i will say sorry was a banger sorry was a banger mm-hmm. but he still says shoddy 
shoddy is uh that is reserved for shoddy it's like a melody <laughs> that word makes me violently ill it just makes me like i kind of forget that he was like 14 when he first came into the music scene and he would say shoddy it's just so funny it's like when swag was terminology swag swag on you Chilling by the fire while we eating fondue. I don't know about me, but I know about you. So say hello to falsetto in three, in three two. two. Oh I'm not going to hit those high notes. It's giving me, like, pain. <laughs> I can't, like... It's just, ew, because his... I don't think... It's a new album called Yummy. I don't even know. No, is, isn't it called Intentions? I know his song is called that, but I'm pretty sure that's the album title. I literally have not listened to any of it, and I used to listen to his whole discography, like, way, like, way, way, way back. I remember I was in the car with my family a couple weeks ago, and there were two options. It was either Intentions by Justin Bieber or Adore You by Harry Styles. Now, we've been hearing that Adore You song for a while, but my dad said, no, we're, we're listening to Intentions, and I looked at my sister, and I was like, I'm not listening to this. I will listen to Adore You a thousand times over. I am not listening to Justin Bieber. Adore You, while it has been played a lot, is still do be hitting sometimes. It's still hitting. I wish... I want Golden to play more. I mean, I don't listen to radio anymore, but if I'm ever, like, in a situation where I'm, like, listening to a radio, I feel like Golden mm. would be a good song. I... It's my Everybody theme. loves Golden, and I respect it. It's just not my personal favorite. It's my personal favorite, but that's okay. She will always be the one. She is like something you listen to to by yourself. <laughs> I just uh, love it. <laughs> Ooh. And everyone hated on it. And now everyone's like Candy Moon obsessed. And like, Candy Moon has gr- grown on me, but I still don't like it that much. Isn't that like, I still haven't listened to the entire, I mean, I've listened to the entire album, but like, I don't listen to it on the regular it's not um, on my playlist for the last, like, three months, so. I don't know what, I didn't know people were hating on She. Isn't yeah. that the one he, um, made while he was on, like, what was he on? Like, Mushrooms or something? Shrooms, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Because his guitarist wrote this, like, long guitar solo while he was, like, high, and then didn't remember, like, what it was, so he had to re-teach himself the solo sober but the song is just so immaculate mm. and then like fine line i can't listen to that much anymore because it puts me in like a depressive state which we won't get into but i don't know i want who who's like someone you want a new album from oh i don't even think like anybody at this point i'm like i don't care about music that much to where i don't know i've been listening to um, cigarettes. Um, after sex a lot. I don't know if they recently came. I'm listening to their first album, so I don't know if they have a more recent one. Um, Sharon Van Eden. She her song. I don't know if I mentioned this. It was in To All the Boys the sequel. She went to my college. <gasps> she went to MTSU. I can say that right. You've graduated. I don't go there anymore. It's fine. Wow, thank you, Sharon, for your contribution to MTSU. To Middle Tennessee um, State University. 
But I think she she did come out with one like last year. So randomly, I would want something from like Adele. I don't know why. Like I've never been an Adele stan, but I'm just curious. I like what's she up to? I think she might be coming out with something soon. I, you know, she's. I don't. I feel like she's resurfaced. She doesn't do that very often. She must be coming up with something. Adele, um, I would love a new SZA album. Don't know if it'll happen because she kind of said like her last album was like the last thing she was gonna do, and I'm not okay with that. Oddly enough, and this is just like from a radio standpoint, when's Sia coming back into the scene? Our girl Sia. When's Maddie Ziegler gonna pop him into one of those music videos? When is Frank Ocean gonna do something new? When is anybody gonna do something new? I feel like nobody's doing anything new. 2017 honestly was like the year of good albums like all these good albums came out that year i don't know i feel like five sauce just came out with their new album and i was satisfied like i'm not looking forward to a taylor swift album it's just not my no she came out with one i listened to it i want new movies I know, I do too, and I'm hearing, like, movie theaters open, like, nothing's coming out, like, what are y'all doing? Okay, so this, we went to the grocery store, like, less than a week ago, and we passed the movie theater, and I just, like, as we passed, I was like, oh, I can't wait for the movie theaters to be open again, and my granddad's like, it is open, like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, since when? And then I said, okay, but what's playing? Because nothing's out. Yeah. And we passed by the big thing, and it's all throwbacks. It's like me that's girls, I, E.T. Yeah, that's what I think they were doing. I'm like, what's the point? I'm not going to go to a movie theater to go see an old movie. I'm not going to pay that much to see a movie that I could watch for, like, free at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of sad because, like, all these movies I've been waiting for. 2020 was supposed to be the year of movies for me. I was so pumped for all these movies. We had Black Widow, which was supposed to come out in May. Then we had Tenet, which was supposed to come out in July, but it's not anymore. And then Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in June. Um, a Quiet Place 2. A Quiet Place 2. So many other movies, and they're all being pushed back. How could we forget after 2? After 2, after we collided. With Dylan. Isn't Dylan Sprouse in it this Yeah, time? Dylan. Our boy, um, what's his name? Hero Finds Tiffin. Mm-hmm. Josephine Langford. Sister to our 13 Reasons Why <laughs> Queen. Like, I want entertainment again. Because television, I feel like I have exhausted Netflix for all it has. Um, I don't have Hulu right now. They sent me an email about, oh, $2.99 for the next six months. And I tried to redeem that code and it didn't freaking work. And Prime is like, they, okay, you know what? I will say they do have that show Upload with that guy who's like cousins or whatever to that guy from Arrow. Oh, um, wasn't he in the Disney sh- No, he was in a Nickelodeon show. True Jackson VP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his that name one. Is, is it Robbie and Mel? Yes, because his cousin is Steven Amell. Okay. I think. He's in that show Upload, which is a Prime original, I think. And I want to watch that because it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's been out for like, I want to say like two weeks. And I just haven't watched it because I've been watching Big Mouth, which like honestly is not that good. But like sometimes I need easy brain TV. That's what I hear. Like, because somebody stepped down from a role and everybody was like, eh, who cares? Big Mouth isn't even that good. <laughs> 
It's like, eh. Like, the first... I made it through the first season, and there were times when I was laughing, I ain't gonna lie. But there were times when I was kind of like, whatever. And now I'm on season two, and I just have it on in the background. It's like one of those types of shows. Yeah. I, you know, I've kind of exhausted TV, too. I'm trying to finish Lost, because I feel like that's just a show I have to finish. You're obligated. Um, I'm I'm obligated. I'm this far. I'm like, I'm season five. Like, one more season. Come on. Um, but move, I just miss movie theater culture. I miss going to the movie theater. I miss going on Fandango, ordering my, I have like three Fandango gift cards from Christmas. Like, and I haven't been able to use them once. It really, and I miss going and getting an icy in those giant cups and sitting in the movie theater in the back. I miss it. I miss, I miss the it. previews. I miss hiking I up those stairs. Yes. I love it's, it. It's just like things are opening back up, but things still aren't normal. And also, I do think people need to be staying at home. I need to make a correction to last week's episode. Okay. So I said that my granddad had talked to like his doctor or whatever, and the doctor was like, yeah, only like three um, cases have been in my county. So apparently, what he said was there's only been three deaths. And okay. that was as of that time. I don't know if that number has changed now. Okay. Like, don't come for me. But, because I saw on the news the other day, there's like 600-something cases in my county. Because I was like, there's no way three cases. That doesn't I did think sense. that was odd, but I took your word for it. But he told me the information wrong. Because I'm telling you, this man said three cases. And then I asked him about it again later. I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, three deaths. And I was like, that is not what you said. But okay. Yeah, I mean, I see videos of people like... It's so funny, like, movie theater employees literally, like, power washing with disinfectant on the seats. Like, y'all gonna be sitting in some sticky seats. <laughs> I saw, like, a nail salon video um, mm-hmm. of this girl. Like, I don't know what. It was, like, a like a germ gun or something. And they were getting sprayed down as they were coming in. And I was, like... I at really... that point, I'm, like, why not just paint your own freaking nails? Yeah. Like, I really want to go to a movie theater. But, like... I'm like, I don't think I should. And also, there's nothing out even if I wanted to. I just miss the experience of being at the movies. Yeah, I just want to watch something new. And, like, at this point in my life, I, you know, when it comes to, like, MCU, I mean, I'll go and see an MCU movie, but I'm not, like, the biggest stan just because I've come to the realization they're not that good of movies. It's just entertaining. You know, you go for the entertainment. And, but, like, Black Widow, that is my girl. That has been my girl since 2010. You know, I gotta go see it. And then Tenet, a new Christopher Nolan movie, I have to go see that. And then Wonder Woman, also my girl. I mean, come on. My girl, my girl, my girl. My girl. <laughs> and then after we collided, I mean, I just need a laugh. I have to. I need. I have to see it. Yeah. There is this movie, though. I've seen this trend on TikTok, and I'm kind of scared. So there's this trend where people go and watch this movie called Love on Netflix. and they Dude, have to I watch... did it. Dude, I I don't know. I'm just like, at this point, I've seen so much. I'm like, what's the book? I mean, it's not that crazy. I mean, people are reacting as if it's like the nastiest thing they've ever seen. Have, have you watched it? No. Okay, well, it's just, like, 
Yeah, that's well. it. But it's like very extended, and then there's this other scene where it's this girl, this girl, and this guy, and it's like so long, like unnecessarily long. I don't. I think like when it comes to that kind of stuff in movies, like everyone on TikTok's like. Oh my god, what? I'm like, I'm like, okay. Like, am, is there something not connected up here for me? Because I was like, this is not a big deal. I'm like, is this what Fifty Shades of Grey is like? Because if y'all are shocked by this, I thought Fifty Shades of Grey was supposed to be, like, pretty explicit. But I've I never seen that like, either. I haven't watched it, but I heard it's pretty, like, tame. At least the first movie. I don't know about the rest of it. Maybe we've just grown up. Because I remember when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, I was like shocking i but just i don't that, know that was like, when i was a freshman in high school so i just feel like the people who are like oh my god are like the people who never watched anything when is that movie even about love yeah i watched like the first half of it and then i got bored but <laughs> it's <laughs> so this hold on let me think back this guy and this girl are together and he's american and I think he's in France, and he's, like, a filmmaker or something, and apparently, like, the the actual, like, director of the movie, like, I don't know if he made it autobiographical or something, but he gets this girl pregnant in the movie, this other girl that's not his girlfriend, who's 17, or almost 17, it's crazy, and they name the baby, like, Gas- Gaspar or something like that, which is the director's name. But it's literally just sex. That's it. Like, that's it. Like, that's all okay. that happens. It's like, okay. he dates this girl, Electra, and she's, like, hooked on coke and stuff. And he's like, baby, like, there's something I never got to do with you, and that was have a kid. And she's like, oh, oh, but no, oh, oh. And I'm like, I'm bored. I'm like, I'm so bored. Like, this scene was 8,000 years long. I was like, this is so boring. All right. Thanks for the rundown. I'll probably go watch it at some point. But I really just don't want to. I don't know. I'm not, like, interested. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Because I feel like I know what I would be getting myself into. I'm like, I've seen this stuff already. I don't need it. It kind of reminds me. Like, there's a lot of uh, voiceover and stuff. It kind of reminds me of High Life. That movie with, like, Robert Mm -hmm. Pattinson. The way the voiceover is. And that's... I don't know. It's not my... It's... Mm. Watch it if you want. Not a must-see. I haven't seen a movie in a really long time. I've been in a show type of mood. I have all these movies in my Netflix list. Like, Uncut Gems came out in May, and I was waiting for that, and I never got around to watching it. My letterbox is has been um, empty for a while. Kitty's disappearing from her social media presence. I am. What can I say? All I've watched is shows, and they haven't even been, like, like good shows. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. been, like, I think once movie, like, I think once movie theater culture comes back, then I'll get into a movie mood. But not now. Anywho, should we take a quiz? We should. We are taking a quiz called... We know which compliment you need to hear based on these random questions. You look lovely. That's already a compliment. I have never looked better. 
We didn't even need to take the quiz. Okay, guys, no quiz. Thank you. Anywho, uh, by Donkey Lady. <laughs> oh, what's that profile picture? Um, it's two donkeys side by side. Wow. Uh, thank you, Donkey Lady. Uh, first off, which is better? Okay, so Animal we, Edition. We have a pug with a little yellow beanie that says, I think it says Smiley on it, but I can't see that well. Or no, it definitely doesn't. It says like Swiley. Smile. No, it just says Smile Explanation Point. Oh, it looks like a Y. I have bad vision. And then we have a cat that looks overly enthused. We don't know why. We have a little like pond, lake, some form body of water of flamingos just chilling, just hanging out. And then we have a hedgehog with a crown. What a king. Hmm. I'm going to choose the cat because I do be loving some cats. I feel like that hedgehog is really calling out to me. I don't think I could have one as a pet because you know how like some animals, like you just don't want to touch them. Sure. <laughs> That's how I feel about hedgehogs. It's like people that have pet birds. Like, I couldn't do that. I think birds are terrifying. Mm, no. I had a friend who had a pet bird when I was a kid. I don't know what happened to it. Hmm. Now, would you rather be one of the... Aliens. Vampires. We already know my answer. Pirates or dogs. I, you know, strangely, I've always said that it would be a horrible life to live a vampire live as a vampire because like it's because if we're talking twilight if you're in that little group you have to repeat high school but in my mind i would do it after all that education stuff and just do it in the best time of my life turn in the best time and you know you get to experience everything you get to see how the world evolves pretty or not agree we don't have to abide by stephanie's rules (laughs) (laughs) no we don't are you more introverted, extroverted, a mixture, or I don't know anything about myself because I've never taken a personality quiz? Wow, I'm actually like conflicted. I don't know. I think I'm introverted. I'm just gonna say introverted. I don't know. I think. I don't know. We've done a couple personality quizzes on, on the pod before. And none of y'all like them, but whatever. I don't care. They're fun for me. Uh, introvert. <laughs> I would probably say, you know what? No, I am introverted, but I feel like I'm more on like the verge of like mixture. Okay. Because I feel like when I'm with my people, extroversion just really pops out. Yeah. Are fart jokes funny? Yes. No. Depends on the joke or I'm not making that sound. Uh no. I agree. Sorry. I that doesn't they're do just, anything for me. They're not. How often do songs get stuck in your head? All the time. Never. Sometimes there's one right now. There's one right now. There's always one stuck in my head. So I I mean all the time or there's one right now. I mean I'm going to say all the time. I'm you know, gonna, we're busy doing the podcast. I'm going to go with there's one right now. <laughs> You know which one's stuck in my head? The one from TikTok. It's the Spongebob mix with, um, is it Lil Peep? I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm uncultured. But it's like, um, 
it's like no one ever <laughs> danced with the fool who went and ripped, ripped his, his pants. And then I have the rest of the melody in my head, but I don't know the lyrics. Sorry, guys. Um, which are you? Visco, e girl slash boy slash non binary, soft or I don't know me. I'm gonna say I don't know me because I don't feel like I belong in any of these categories. I feel like okay, I have never been e girl in my life. Um, I just have never been there. Visco, as much as it pains me to say it, I probably have been Visco a time or two. But right this moment, like, I don't like the word soft to describe me, but I feel like at this current moment, maybe. When I think of soft, like, I feel like I think of two different things. I think of, like, a neutral colored gal and then not in terms of, like, skin skin tone, but you know what I mean. Well, all skin tones um, are personal. neutral. All of them. Well, well, tr- well, yeah, but, like, not on that basis. Like, you know, it's like you. You like neutral tone stuff with a splash of color. Mm-hmm. And then the other type of soft is, like, pastel. Um, Ooh-woo. Yeah, that type of stuff. I think soft is accurate. Yeah. Have you read The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Yes. No, I haven't finished it yet. I will, but I haven't gotten to it yet. No. No, and I well, I never will. Sorry. I've never heard of it. It's um the spin-off Hunger Games book. I didn't even finish the Hunger Games trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> um I hate these questions. What are these? Poop emojis. What's your opinion? Love them. Hate them. So immature. Or poop poop poop. Um, I don't hate them, but I'm not, like, gonna go out and use them. I'm, I guess I'll say I hate them. I'm gonna go so immature. Because I always think of those people that have, like, the emoji, like, hats and shirts and stuff. Like, that's what it makes or me think pillows. of. the pillows. Yes. Ew, disgusting. You go to It Sugar and get those <laughs> pillows. <laughs> um, is your room clean right now? Spotless. Can't relate. Good enough. I was about to clean it. Or you can't even see the floor. I'm going to say good enough. Well, when we finish, I probably will tidy her up a little bit. But honestly, she's not that bad right now. She's not that bad. The floor is visible. Mm. Okay. Um. You know, this compliment. Okay, what, what, what is your compliment? My compliment is um a, a flash of deja vu, if you will. You look lovely today. Very nice. I love your outfit. Wow, I got that too. It's like we didn't even have to take the quiz to read that. But you know, we appreciate the compliment. My outfit um, is my pajamas. Do you want to do an OOTD? I'll do one. This is um, my shirt. I remember exactly where I got the shirt. It's blue. It has a faded... um, word Brooklyn on it. I was in Opry Mills years ago and I decided to go to the mall with a hoodie and my pajama shirt under it. Now my pajama shirts are known to be disgusting and I was sweating. I was on fire and I could not take my hoodie off because my pajama shirt was disgusting as I am 
And so I went to American Eagle and they had this sale where you buy like one shirt for $5 and get another one free. So I got this shirt and another one. Um, and this is now my new pajama shirt. And then my shorts are um, some shorts. I think I got from like Academy when I was like 12. <laughs> Why do we keep clothes for so impossibly long is what I want to know. I still wear them, like, as pajama shorts, so why not? These are shorts that I wore for, like, gym class in middle school, so. Uh, my OOTD, so on top, we have my Treat People with Kindness hoodie that does not fit my personal brand or way of living at all, but I love Harry, and I bought it from some girl on Etsy, and then underneath, we have a shirt from Target that has a little embroidered sunrise situation, Sometimes I wear it out. Did I wear it yesterday? Maybe. Am I wearing it still? Yes. And then on the bottom, similar to my my queen over there, we have those old BS, like the pink sweatpants from like ninth grade that I used to have to wear for PE. So I still have like um, pink, uh, like the brand pink sweatpants that I use as pajama pants when I'm uh like uh when I'm cold and they are so old and so disgusting and they're so worn out but they're the only pair of sweatpants I have that are comfortable while sleeping you know mine they're they're faded they've been washed many a time they I've had them for forever and today uh, and I feel like they're, like, something that I'll just have until they literally fall apart. Yeah, that's true. Like, I remember, like, they have all this, like, lint and stuff on. Like, it looks worn out. It, they truly do. And I'd be, like, picking at them because you can, like, pick the lint off of them. It's so disgusting. And I'm pretty sure my mom gave them to me because they were hers. But I will never get rid of them. I, there's no point of buying a new pair of sweatpants when I have a perfectly semi-good pair that I can wear. They serve their purpose. I don't wear them out in public because disgusting. Um, but they they have its purpose. A part of me has a dream of owning like nice loungewear. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like just having like sets that match or whatever. Yeah. But they always end up disgusting. Why pay so much money for stuff like that? I think it's just like do you ever just, like, want actual, like, pajamas, not, like, some crappy old shirt or whatever? Like, I have this dream of having, like, matching sets, but it's one of those things that I will, I probably won't ever buy it for myself. Like, it's something if, like, Christmas rolled around and they were like, what do you want? I'd be like, oh, a gift card to this place so I can, like, have my life together, I guess. I don't know. I feel like pajama sets, and this may really show who I am as a person, I feel like those are for people who wake up at, like, 6 a.m. And the only purpose for pajama sets are only to wear them to bed. Meanwhile, if I'm at home all day, I'm wearing my pajamas all day. It's just how it's going to be. I just want to feel like a 6 a.m. woman. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want to feel like. I don't know if I'll ever be her. Because my sleep schedule is steadily, like, plummeting into the ground. Yeah. All right. Should we do our outro? Of course. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll. And check out our website. CourageDollPodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing. 
And if you don't have Twitter, but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us, carshellpodcast at 